What's up, Dreadheads? I'm John. I'm Jay. And welcome to a brand new episode of Fright Flick Fuck Mary Kill. As promised, we are revamping this to actually show it as video on our YouTube and our bit shoot. But no worries, we're going to strip the audio out of this motherfucker, and it's going to be on the podcast too, so you can be able to catch it audio only on Apple, Spotify, Podbean, all the other shit. If you go to spreadthedreadpodcast.com, you're going to find links to all the podcast platforms that we have this on, as well as direct links to our YouTube, BitChute, merch store, uh, fucking donation, everything you can want to do. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, IG, and if you want to hit us up via old-timey email, that's spreadthedreadpodcast at gmail.com. We're going to kick right into it. Normally, you hear I'm John and I'm Joe. Clearly, that ain't Joe. That's my brother, Jay, who is going to be my main fucking co-host on this shit. He's new to the horror game, but God damn it, if he didn't jump in fucking both feet first, and he likes more fucked up shit than I do, so you are definitely going to tune in. Jay, let's take a quick moment. Tell everyone where they can check you out on social media, a little bit about what you do, and definitely bring up the iRacing League, where you are the official race driver of the virtual Spread the Dread podcast cars. Yes, I am. Yes, I do uh, online iRacing, and I all of my cars are painted up with the, the Spread the Dread podcast. So, you know. They're gloriously beautiful. Yes, they're very sexy. Yes. And uh, I, I, I do that on a daily basis. Um, if you go, if you want to follow me on uh, my Instagram, I do. Sometimes I'll post the links to where they actually kind of air or stream our races that we do. Sometimes, right? So my Instagram is uh, CJ Rawlings R O L L I N G S sixty nine for obvious reasons. For obvious reasons, yep. favorite number for many reasons. <laughs> but uh, hey, everybody wins in a sixty nine. So if you true. like equality, you got to love that number. This is true, and. My page is nothing fancy. I do a lot of raunchy memes. You know, oh, the, yes, the, yes, yes. He yeah. Jay gives zero fucks about anyone's feelings. He is no. an equal opportunity offender. That's why he's the perfect co-host for this. Yes. So let's get into it. Our very first, well, not the first for Triple FMK, but in the revamp, we're covering the house that Jack built. Now, we like to tell everyone where you can check this out. We're big fans of free streaming if you can't own yes. it. And right now, this is available on Tubi. And I'm telling you, if you love horror and you don't have Tubi, which is fucking free, you don't really fucking love horror. So download that yeah. app and you can check the movie out there. Quick overview of the movie before we get into our review. Uh, the House that Jack Built is a 2018 psychological horror film written and directed by Lars von Trier. Uh, it stars Matt Dillon, Bruno Ganz, Uma Thurman, uh, Saban Fallon Hogan, Sophie Grabel, Riley Keough, and Jeremy Davies. The plot breakdown, it follows Jack, who's played by Matt Dillon. He's a serial killer who, uh, over a 12-year period from the late 1970s into the 80s, uh, commits numerous murders in uh, the state of Washington. That's uh, in the United States for all of our international dreadheads. Uh, this kind of utilizes Dante's Inferno as like a meta text. Uh, the film is structured as a series of flashbacks, vignettes, uh, that is relayed by Jack to uh, a guy he calls Verge, which once the ending kicks in, you realize is actually a representation of the Roman poet Virgil uh, that's also in the Dante's Inferno, uh, during which Jack makes attempts to argue for his crimes. Now, this was originally conceived as a television project by Von Trier, but the house that Jack built uh, actually began production in 2016 in Sweden. The film debuted at the Cannes Film Festival marking Lars von Trier's uh, first return to the festival in more than six years. And it was reported 
that more than 100 audience members walked out during the premiere. And despite all that, the cool motherfuckers that hung around made sure to give them a 10-minute standing ovation for this fucked-up little flick. And if you know anything about Lars von Trier, you might be like, oh, well, how does it compare to Antichrist? Uh, Antichrist is just a fuck taste of what he liked to put into uh, the house that Jack built, mostly for just a couple of scenes. We're going to break those down there. Uh, it had polarizing uh, feedback from critics, much like a lot of Von Trier, uh, certainly outside of Dancer in the Dark. We're talking like Melancholia, the Nymphomaniac series, um, and Antichrist, kind of polarizing there. Uh, so that's not, you know, nothing new. Critics fucking hate the cool shit, uh, except for the few places that you come, which is why you should come here, because even if we hate the cool, uh, the fucked up shit, we're going to fucking review it. We're going to tell so, you about it. Exactly. So now everyone... We, this is called Fuck, Mary Kill, Fright Flick, Fuck, Mary Kill for a reason. We're going to rate everything if we want to fuck it, marry it, or kill it. Fuck it, meaning, hey, we had a good time with it. Maybe we would go back every now and then. Nice like a booty side. call. It's like a Actually, booty call. Just a nice side piece horror film. Yeah. Nothing fucking wrong with that. Marry it. Oh, we're going to put a ring on it. We're going to fuck it every night. We may even eat its ass. Who knows if we're going to marry day. it. We're going to try to keep it fucking fresh. And then, of course, kill. Hey, we're probably still going to tell our friends about it but we ain't going to fucking text them back. We may even block them on social media. Now we're going to do it's like, three. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, you know, fucking a fat chick. I'm a thick guy lover. So, <laughs> you know, Joe's thick herself. So yeah, I'm definitely going to fucking revisit and or marry <laughs> any thick bitch, but to each their own. Now we're going to use three criteria. When we go through this, we're going to talk about the story, the cast and the kill. So let's roll right into this motherfucker. The story. I'm a big fan of the story. I'm also a big fan of Dante's Inferno. So once it kind of all clicked over into that, uh, spoilers, everyone, for the fucking yes. history of this show, it's spoilers. We, we're not, we don't pretend to be professional reviewers. Uh, spoilers. Uh, big fan of the story, especially when it kicked over into the Dante's Inferno aspect of it, because I've always been a big fan of, uh, of Dante Alighieri's work. This flowed seamlessly into it. Um, the vignettes and everything and the way it ties in with him talking to Virgil. I was a big fan of Jay. Tell everyone like kind of what you thought about the story about this one. Well, first off, I've never seen Dante's Inferno. So it's, it's a book. It's a book. You could see it in a library and they did oh. make a video game based off of it. But yeah, it's, 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 uh, I, it's part of the divine comedy uh, and stuff like that, but that's fine. Oh, you, well, you, you, you know, I'm the, you know, I'm the weird brother who would fucking know that. And I know you're the yeah. one who wouldn't know that. But yes, go yeah. ahead. Yeah. The, the movie to me, you know, was a, a way of Jack trying to talk his way into not going to hell. You know, yeah, he was basically. Trying to, he's trying to put a spin on the reason why he did the killings and the way he did things he did. So for me, it was the, a lot of the movie was just like, you know, kind of like I did it for this reason. But, you know, you should let me go to heaven. or and not go to hell because of this, you know, yeah. and I liked the, the, the different vignettes. I liked the whole storyline behind it was really good all the way through the whole process of it, you know? Right. And the, and the ending, especially once it gets, once it fully goes into the Dante's Inferno aspect, it switches massive gears just in the way it's shot, the way it's presented mm -hmm. beautifully shot, especially for anyone who, who who's a fan of Dante's Inferno and the divine comedy very great on-screen representation of the different various uh, circles of hell and Jack trying to navigate through them because in uh, the divine uh, Dante's Inferno, you, if you can traverse all of the circles of hell, you can actually escape hell. 
uh, which is ultimately what Jack is trying to do after Virgil pretty much is like, nah, dog, like you got to at least yeah. work your way through it. <laughs> and as the fucking vignettes go on, it becomes increasingly difficult for him to try to fucking uh, make sense of all of it. Let's go to criteria to the cast. Massive fan. Everybody here was fucking great. Matt Dillon, uh, it, it fucking, you could tell he was having such a good time yes. with this um, and fucking owned it and loved it. Uh, Bruno Gans, uh, he's more of a classically trained European actor. Most of y'all may not have seen him in much, but, but, I, he's, got, you, but he's got he's got one of those voices that, you know, I could just, you know. I wish he did a bunch him. of, he's dead now, but I'm like, dude, yeah. I wish you would have read like all the cool books. Like, yeah. Yeah, I would have put your fucking shit on and just been like, dude, I don't care if he's reading War and Peace. It's going to take me fucking three weeks. He's yep. got that great voice. Again, the classically trained thing. He's fantastic. Again, we mentioned Uma Thurman, who kind of plays a Drew Barrymore in screen yeah. kind of role here. She ain't around for long. And boy, howdy, did they make sure that she yes. fucking got off screen quick. So, I, I mean, for, as far I mean, obviously, I think we both agree about Matt Dillon and Bruno Gans and stuff like that. Did you did you find anybody who was kind of a weaker aspect here or anything like that? Um, nobody. I liked them all. All of them. The role they played, they had the look, the personality of it all. Right. And like the one who played the uh, the the lady, the one that he followed home from the, she was coming home from the grocery store. Yes, yes, I do forget yes. her name, but I know who you're talking yes. about. Yes, but she just had this this look of like. How oh, she played that role so well. Her late, her name was uh, that Sophie. That, yeah, so, Sophie. Saban. Sophie. Oh, was it Hogan. Saban Hogan or Sophie yes. Grable? No, it's the the Saban Hogan is okay. the one that played the lady walking home from the grocery store. Gotcha, gotcha. But, yeah, and, and no, no, I liked ahead, her a lot. I liked her a lot. You know, she just had that. Oh, all of them just played the role so good. It's hard to say. You know that. Oh, they didn't really play that well. All of them played the role they were meant to play so well. Right, and um, but. Yeah, the only one that, you know, I I really like the only one I felt bad for was old SP. You know, the the David Bally. Bally? Yeah. He told, he's the one I felt bad for. You know, <laughs> I, I felt super bad. Even when it happened, I was like, damn it, SP. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, even if you don't like certain characters, and there's a few, mm -hmm. I mean, in, in any horror movie, I mean, and this is a horror movie. It's it's done very high art, it's art house horror, honestly. Yeah. But it is, it's a fucking horror movie. And, and we're going to get, when we get to the kills, you'll fucking know exactly why. Uh, yeah. But yeah, if you, if you dislike a character, it's not because of the acting, the no. acting's on point and they're playing that carrier well, that character well. Even if you were kind of like, fuck yeah, I'm glad he fucking finally got rid yeah. of him or her. It, it's because of, you know, who they were as a character, not the actor portraying them. Uh, I, did and it, that with, I did that with simple, with the simple. That was, who's played that, by was Riley. that was, was, oh, is that Riley Keough? Yeah, Riley Keough plays uh, simple. So Sophie Grabel was the mom. That's where I was sitting. She was the mother of the two boys. And again, we'll, we'll get into yes. that one. Yes. yes, that was it. But yeah, yeah, Riley Keough, yes, yeah, simple. Did, what, wasn't too disappointed when what happened to her happened. But again, no. she played that role great. <laughs> yes, but it was, it was a role where you were like, all right, yeah. we've already seen him murk a couple of people. Uh, go ahead and get the fucking wiping yeah, her off. Yeah. Let's move on go to the next one. Yeah. Yep. 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 But again, again, if you know anything about Lars von Trier, and I know, I think this is the only movie you've seen by him so far, right? Yes. I know. I know. I told you once we did this when I was like, you got to check out Antichrist. So I know that's on the. But yeah, he's he always has a fantastic cast and all of his stuff, and this one is no exception. So now, dreadheads, let's get to the one criteria that all you sick fucks and this sick fuck right here is Love on this it. show for. We're going to talk about the kills now. Uh, 
I will go ahead and say this. We're, we're both fathers. We're both fucking normal human beings, but we're fucking horror fans. Yes. The biggest thing, if you know about this movie, you know the biggest problem that most people had and probably why most people walked out. There are a couple of really violent kills in this, but they're shot very well. Uma Thurman particularly gets it yes. nice and fucking good early on. Very and I fucking, nice. yeah, Oh, yeah, fantastic. That fucking carjack scene was tremendous. Yes. But we can all agree, well, we can both agree, the kills are great. But let's mm-hmm. talk about the one set of kills, the one vignette, which is why probably everyone walked out, why people, some people can't stomach this movie. And that is, uh, I forget the mom's name, but again, we talked about she was played by Sophie Grabelle. Yep. Um, it's well, I'll let you do it. Cause you, you we both agree. If you're going to put kids in horror movies and you're going to let them come yep. across a psychopath, we all have read the fucking news. We all know they don't fucking survive. There is no, unless someone has a killer has an established motive or only a certain amount of people or a certain type of people that he or she will kill. They're going to fucking go ham on everybody. And, and Jack is a complete equal opportunist when it comes to yes. killing. Tell us about the hunting scene and the infamous pie scene, Jay. Yeah. And the, the, I think it's the third vignette. With I believe the, so. Uh, the Sophie Grabeau, however you say it. Rebel, so nicely. Yeah. I'm but, sure uh, I'm, mess, I'm, I'm sure I'm messing that up. Cause like yeah. her, the, the O in her name has a slash through it, which just means like, no, you can't smoke here in America. So I don't know how that's yeah. pronounced, but. Yes, yes, go ahead. Yeah, but uh, in that in this vignette, to me, it it, seemed, it came across like uh, Jack and this this Sophie had been dating, right? You know, and yeah, and this would yeah, there seems to have been some history that yeah, not much, yeah. but they, but he's earned the trust yes. before this. Yeah, and they're out in this big open field, and Jack is is showing the her youngest kid how to shoot a rifle, right? And so they're out there, and he's up in this little stand, and he's talking to him about, you know, these targets are out there. So he lets the little boy shoot the target and, and you're, and you're, you're, you're watching it. And in my mind, because right. I'm like you, if you're going to have kids in a horror movie, then they fucking better get it too. Right. And, and so as soon as I see this, I'm telling myself, he better fucking kill him. Yeah. I and hope this just, movie has the yes. balls to do yes. what it should do he right better now. better fucking kill him. And Lars and von so, Trier has elephant yes, testicles when it comes he has, to this scene. He has the, the, the balls. And right. as soon as it flashed, you know, in a minute, he's like having this little happy moment. They've got a picnic set up, and he's showing them how to shoot the, the rifle. And it's like this nice little time. And then next thing you know, the, the mom and the two kids are out in the field. And, and they're like kind of moving around. And the next thing you know, Jack's up there with the fucking rifle scoping them boys. Right. And uh, the one Slowly little... going for the kids, by the yeah, way. You don't want to kill that mom kids. because that's going to, that, there's a picnic later that yeah, mom needs yeah. to be around for. Just just wanted those kids. And I mean, when that first little boy took off running, I was almost <laughs> cheering for Jack because right? I was just like fucking shoot him. And, uh, <laughs> and spoiler alert, he kills both of them little fuckers. So, right. And, goes, and even though Jack's, Jack is such a nice guy that even though he killed him, they're still invited to the picnic, Jay. Yeah, Let's get to the picnic invited. that takes case, yes. uh, takes place with their mother and Jack, and them in physical form are still there. Yes, Jack Jack yeah. was not going to have them miss out on that sweet, sweet, sweet layout that Mama made. Mama made it. So it, it, <laughs> after the shooting, the camera comes around, and it shows Jack sitting there talking to the mom. And you yeah. know what he's talking a about? Visibly fucked up, distraught yeah, mother, yeah. obviously. She's, she's got some... She's got the tears flowing, you know, her, her two little kids just got killed. So 
Jack's talking to her, and it shows the little feast they have out there. And Jack's talking about how good the pie is. You know, the pie <laughs> looks so good. And my bet in the in the, the twisted part, even after shooting the kids, and this is what made me love it even more, was when he was like, "Are you going to give him some pie?" Yeah. And and now all of a sudden she's like, and he, and he looks at her, and she just kind of sits there, and he's like, "Give him the pie." Right. And so the camera <laughs> strolls around and there's old dead junior, you know, yeah. just dead to the world. And mama trying to shove some fucking pie in his mouth. And that was just, to me was just that vignette alone. And cause it was like, it's, it's one of the movies, like I want it to be as real as it can possibly right. be. And in that situation with, you know, capping them two little kids, you know, I was happy for Jack. I was what, a fan. What? Of <laughs> <laughs> well, and again, you know, it's it, it had already set the tone about his brutality before then, so it's not like this was that out of the gate gut no. punch. And on, honestly, I think you it, there there may have been a case for some of the people who don't want to see kids killed in horror movies. I you know you're, you're probably not going to like any of the the future this one or any of the future episodes because we're going to be oh. we're going to bring the fucking pain. Yes. But it wasn't an out the gate punch. It already established that Jack was fucking mental. He was clearly on a mission, uh, and, and you had already seen brutality in there. So when that moment arrives, it's more or less like, okay, does the filmmaker have the guts to do this? Because not because you necessarily want him to, but everything that you've seen about Jack so far suggests there's no fucking way these kids are not going to get fucking killed by him. And whether you like that or not, it, it fucking made sense in context to who Jack was. And then, of course, you get to the end or to the close to the end where you start actually getting to peek inside of Jack's uh, deep freezer. And you actually get to see there is a literal house that Jack built and it is fucking made out of dead corpses and it is in the shape of a house. Uh, And then, of course, that transitions to him and Virgil actually uh, going through the different levels of hell and stuff like that. So top notch on the kills. Fantastic cast. Awesome story. Definitely not a movie for everyone, but I I would definitely say if you're interested in getting into disturbing cinema, if you can't handle this one, you need to go ahead and quit now. What are you about to say? Yeah, uh, I was going to say that the one thing about this movie is watch it if you enjoy. If you watch it, you like it. And you're like, man, that was really good. Well, go back right. and watch it again. Oh yes. Every time I've watched it, there's just little things you pick up on that you missed yeah. the first time because you're so caught up in what's going on right that you overlook and you don't hear or you miss certain things and you kind of help it you figure it out more and that's one one of the things i would say like watch it if yeah. you like it watch it again yeah there's definitely layers here uh, mm-hmm. and again uh, it, whether you like him or not von trier it, he isn't he is an art house powerhouse director and writer and if you dig him, which I said I I do, I was a, I was a fan, big fan of Antichrist, like Melancholia, Dancer in the Dark, uh, and stuff like that. Then you know he it there are layers here. If you you know if if this ends up being a Mary for you, transitioning to closing this out, definitely want to give it a rewatch. And hey, it's free on Tubi. You can rewatch as many times as you want to. Jay, let's wrap this up with a final rating. You're gonna fuck this movie. You're gonna marry it, or are you gonna kill it? I'm putting a ring on that bitch. You are I'm goddamn marry right. It. Mary I'm for marrying me. This, it. This is a Mary <laughs> and a fuck. Like I yes. may, yeah, this is the kind of movie I would let maybe put a finger or two in my b-hole while we fuck. Yes. Like it's we're gonna experiment. We're gonna make some longevity with this. It's yes. again nothing's off limits. No, 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 no. And this is the movie too that would, would that you couldn't say anything fucked up to it in the bedroom where it wouldn't be like, fuck it, let's try it. You know, if it yeah. doesn't work out, we won't do it again. Yeah. But and, and like you had said, the, the layers gives it, you know, we 
there's plenty of just mean spirited horror movies that you and I both dig and, and have rewatched um, tons of them that I own. But this one is unlike a lot of those. A, it's insanely shot well. Lars von Trier had a good budget for this. And most movies that are qualified as disturbing movies don't have that. So it's beautifully shot because it's a very well-known and seasoned uh, writer-director. Um, but like you said, there's a lot of layers in there, particularly when you start looking at the way the things that the conversations that Virgil and Jack are having and things like that. It is if you if you get through it, even if you were just a fuck for it, I would I would say at least fuck it twice. Yes. At yeah. least fuck it twice. And, call, and it, get, call it one more time, you know, just right. get it up on that lonely right. Friday night when you've had too much to drink. That, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Even if you only want to fuck this one, you're going to want to fuck it at least twice just yeah, to make sure whether or not you had a good time yeah. or not the you, first time. Yeah. So that's going to wrap this one up. Um, Jay, I had a fucking blast doing this with you. I love in, it, in bro. Case, I love In it. case I didn't say it earlier, I may have, but I have been drinking and you saw him taking drinks on cameras too. This is my big bro. Uh, we got a middle brother who is wants no part of all this. We love him either way, but uh, I guess him. the I guess the fucked up thing skipped kids. Um, yeah. So yeah, this we're gonna have more coming up. Uh, this episode is gonna be coming out on Friday, which is uh, let's see here. This is uh, the twenty first, and uh, we're gonna try to have another one for you the following Friday and a brand new one of these uh, this episode to actually launch on Halloween. So be looking out at those. Jay, one more time, what's your IG handle? DJ Rawlings, R-O-L-L-I-N-G-S, with that 69. Yep, so fucking equally opportunistically nice. Everybody wins. Yep, so the final verdict for the house that Jack built, we both want to marry it, we both want to fuck it, and as long as our balls don't touch, we'd probably fucking double-team it at the same goddamn time. It is that fucking good. Absolutely, (laughs) spit-roast that motherfucker. (laughs) One on each end like a Chinese finger trap. So, Dreadheads. We hope you enjoy this. Don't forget to hit the like, uh, comment, subscribe, share, hit the bell so you get the notifications. And let us know what you think about this. I'm sure this one is shit compared to what it'll be in a few uh, episodes. But we're fucking learning and grooving at the same time. So in closing, I'm John. I'm Jake. And no matter if you want to fuck it, marry it, or kill it, remember the wise words of Randy and Scream 1. There are certain rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a horror movie.